Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello please, you smashing wonders. This is a very fun episode which we recorded live at the Glasgow International Comedy Festival back at the end of March with two totally stunning guests. More on that later. First things first though, this is the last week I think where you can vote for Hoovering for the Listener's Choice Award and the British Podcast Awards so please do. Um, Don't send me messages about how I said I don't care about awards because nobody doesn't care about awards. I think what I meant was if you're somebody who only lives for awards and not for actually being good, then um, you're going to have a sad life. I live for actually being good, don't worry. But also, prizes are nice, aren't they? It's very unlikely we'll win one, but it would be remiss of me and unambitious of me not to at least ask you to go to the British Podcast Awards website forward slash vote and vote for Hoovering in the Listener's Choice Award. I think you can do that up until the 15th of May, if you're listening to this in the future. That's 2019 that we're in right now as I'm speaking. Next up, I've got some very exciting news I can announce to my guests uh, for Hoovering live show the next one we're doing at the wells comedy festival it's on the 26th of may we have got the bake-off star the wonderful Bryony may uh, and also the properly brilliant comedian and presenter jamali maddox um it's going to be so lush it's going to be gert lush as they say down in that part of the world um and we just had a live show at the mac comedy festival in wales my god oh it was just it's so joyous 
I'm not just saying that. They're a really fun thing to be at. Um, so do come. If you're anywhere near Somerset on the 26th of May, that's the next one. And then there's one after that on the 9th of June, an absolute whopper on the South Bank uh, in London with Sarah Pascoe, Tom Allen and Liam Charles. If you want discount tickets to these live shows, um, these two coming up, then why not consider becoming a patron? Uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see how you can swap money for brilliant hoovering related perks like discount tickets. One perk that all patrons get is a monthly set of recipes from my guests. And in the coolest news, this week's episode, which you're about to listen to, contains a recipe which Susan talks about from her granny. And she's only let me have an original copy of it, well, a picture of the original copy. So become even just a $2 patron. That's like a quid a month, probably, I think. Do that before the end of June, and that will be in the June guest recipes. Other than that, just remember to keep spreading the word about the podcast. Please rate, review and subscribe. And please thank you so much for listening. You're amazing, you are. Talking of listening, should we get on with it? Uh, This episode basically introduces itself. Welcome to Hoovering Live! Nice to meet you. My name's Jess. Um, we're in Glasgow. We're here. It's the Glasgow Comedy Festival that's all going on at the moment. Um, and I've got two amazing guests. Would you introduce yourselves for me, please? Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming. Uh, so I am Julie Lynn. And... Oh, hello. Nice. Um, so I have a little restaurant in Glasgow, which hopefully some of you have been to, maybe. Um, it's just in the south side, and it's a little Malaysian place. Um and I do a bit of food broadcasting and some writing and things like that. So, yeah, very much into food and very, very happy to be here. Oh, thank you for coming. Just an all-round food wizard. Happy to have you here. I like that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Hello. Hello. Who are you? I am Susan uh, Calman. And <laughs> I have never managed to get into Julie's restaurant, even though I live down the road, because it's always, always too busy. <laughs> I have also eaten three uh, chicken satay sticks prior to the show starting. Some of these things have to happen. And I have two passions in life. Apart from my wife, I always have to say that. <laughs> um, television and food. Magic. Um, they're two favourite things in the world. And I enjoy, enjoy doing both at the same time, or watching something about food on the television, or eating while watching the television. And eating is like my favourite thing apart from television. <laughs> this is amazing. So, yeah. actually, like your kind of ideal situation would be eating whilst watching some telly about eating yes. with your wife. Yes. Oh! Yes. Any, Surely any, that can be arranged almost daily. Chefs, all the MasterChefs, all the great British menus, absolutely yes. any uh, any programme about food, I will have seen it. Bake off? It. Okay, so... <laughs> no, the only issue I have is after it went from the BBC, yes. I made a very public statement about the fact that I felt that Mel and Sue, who are friends of mine, were treated very badly. Yes. And as a point of yes. principle, I've never watched the new one because for some unknown reason, I have um, some form of friendship <laughs> with people, and so I've never seen it. Damn your integrity, Calman. I'm sure it's very good, it's just I felt, I felt bad, so that's yeah. why I've never been on Celebrity Bake Off. I felt really similar for a series, then caved, because I'm a fickle prick. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've gone back and watched it on all four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like we have to. We've got so much amazing food here, and dear audience, we won't probably get through it all um so there'll be stuff for you to trough at the end we'll just have to do it quite fast um i should quickly check we might not do it now but have any of you brought snacks yes okay right well um okay snacks for us no i think to eat while we're eating we might be able to share i don't know just sit and watch them eat this is the most niche porn i've ever been involved in in my life don't when mention I that. And then they just watch each other eat all the time. We never touch, but we just look at each other. <laughs> it's every couple in a restaurant ever. Magnified. En masse. Um, so, Julie, can you tell us about um, some of the food you've brought for us here? And I'll eat some while you're talking about great, it. Great, 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 good. So... We have... You are slightly vegan. Is that right? I'm nearly vegan. Nearly vegan. So, nearly vegan. <laughs> so, so, um, so, so... That's the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like if you're confronted in a restaurant, someone came up to me Marks and Spencer and for no reason at all. Because people think... Zoe Lyons has a great joke about everyone thinks she's a vegetarian because yeah. she's a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Shocked she's not vegetarian because she's a dyke. And oh so my god. Someone came up to me just really aggressively in Glasgow works as princess went, Could you be vegan? Oh. And I said, Yeah, uh, maybe. She went, Good. <laughs> wow. That's really how to turn people vegan, isn't it? So we have some glass noodles made out of sweet potato what yeah. they just taste like noodles <laughs> not even glass <laughs> and some mango and some nice stuff now what do you do one. to a sweet potato to turn it into that are you a wizard I was really hoping you wouldn't ask me that because I have no bloody idea oh okay so it, this one's it's nice in the have packet. you done a spell yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. They, they actually become like that. So oh. they're little kind of like, I don't know if you've seen them before, they're like little clear noodles. You can get them in, in Cebu and all your Chinese supermarkets. Mm. But um, if you were to ask me how to make them, I'd have no bloody idea. <coughs> I see, no. I see. Okay, no. fair enough. But, What's um, Susan eating? Susan is having the fishy mm. version. Mm. The this, version. Is, this is like Wheel of Fortune, I'm Carol Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and I'll do, I'll do a carol smile, right? Okay, love it. So, here. <laughs> 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 some of the most coquettish eating I've ever yes. seen. I love it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So we've got some very fishy noodles, I'm smiling, and we've got some prawns through there. So fish sauce, lime juice, yes. palm sugar. So palm sugar, not to be confused with palm oil, don't start throwing darts at me. <laughs> um, so almost like a coconut sugar. And then we've got some spinach through it as well. So really easy to make. But Oof. we've got some more things as well. We've had, actually you've missed the sati part, we scanned that before you came. And the sati yeah. is really nice. It's just yeah. some yeah. sati here, yeah. isn't it? Yes. You know, sati is one of those things, if you see a sati, you think, I'll just have that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's quite small and you just go, I just, it doesn't count. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Like a French fancy doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
no, that's breath. It's made of breath. And French breath. That's why it's so tasty. It's so small if you have one. It's like you haven't had one. Yeah, you don't remember having one. Absolutely. Yeah. Just gone. This is... What is that sesame oil? Sesame oil. And then we've also got some... Vegetable <laughs> I could. I generally I like it when most people make that sound when yeah. they eat my food. I like that. It is a good, well, it's fucking <laughs> delicious, mate. There's a reason you're such a swanky pants. Um, you've been. T- have you been nominated for loads of awards this week? We have. Uh, tell we us have. about them, please. Have a little brag. Maybe that's a joke. Make it a humble one. <laughs> so we have been nominated for best restaurant in Scotland. I'm trying not to laugh. and you're listening to this as a podcast Scotland is massive <laughs> I think mean, last time I checked there were about 50 million people lived in Scotland and there's a one restaurant per person yeah. <laughs> no there are lots of there are lots of there are lots there are lots of there are lots. things that Scotland is brilliant there are restaurants that's amazing well we're, done. we're very very lucky thank well you and uh also because it's just nice to get Scotland on the food map as well. Mm-hmm. Feels very like kind of patriotic about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had that, and then we also got nominated for a best. This is always a funny category. The best world food. So that's a new one. Um, it's the best world food. So we'll take that. We'll take that. I'm going to call it best in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Why not? It's, so it's been. We've been very lucky this week. Is, um, what? And that's so funny, isn't it? What is world food? I am. Um, I used to work in a coffee shop wine bar when I was a student called Moonbow Jakes. Um, in South East London and it was no it was a coffee shop called Moonbow Jake's next to a furniture shop called Starbucks Um, and it was it was a hipster cafe before there were hipster cafes and it was run by a man called John who is a dear man who I have stayed in touch with so I have to be nice on this Um, but um, he used to say we only play world music (laughs) and I don't even know what that he also used to say things like they don't know how to make curry in India (laughs) (laughs) he was that that kind of guy he looked like Cyril Sneer from the raccoons if you don't know what Jess is, this is a podcast if you're listening um, Jess has done the international uh, sign there for nerd it's what my wife does when we watch Game of Thrones <laughs> because she's read the book which makes her better than me and when we watch it she'll occasionally pause it and go <laughs> <laughs> And then she'll start it again. And it, it's been a tortuous life. <laughs> just, a, just a heads up. It's Lisa's it's wife is here and has just clicked her the beach. She just gave you the middle finger. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> 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 There's no point in pretending anymore. Financially, we have to stay together. <laughs> the best <laughs> <laughs> I love it alright right, well, well okay so what food wise we've got um, we've got some um, bread and also some cakes I don't know if it's cake o'clock yet um, from a beautiful gluten free bakery on the south side called Wildflowers spelled F-L-O U-R-S clever I like it very swanky pants and it's um, just on Kilmarnock Road if you've gone if you've gone to the mini garage or too far <laughs> <laughs> and I went in <laughs> I mean I don't get it um, I, 
lovely. I live around the corner from uh-huh. there, mm. and it used to be a dentist, apparently. Um, so it set off the road, very little on street parking, but just popped down one of the other roads. Um, lovely benches outside, so you can have a cup of coffee. It's a very, I have actually been there myself before this podcast, and I'm just explaining no, I like to it. them go straight along Kilmarnock, off Pollock Shaw's. <laughs> them please give me a lovely discount and uh, will there be a lovely advert for your bakery and it really has been quite a detail delicious to go on that okay. um, and we'll, I guess we'll have okay. the cakes afterwards we've got some vegan cheese from yes. another local manufacturer um, called, called the Nutcrafter and apparently like they are having to expand and everywhere that they supply um, is selling out of it very fast um, it's made with nuts it's not meant to be exactly like cheese it's not meant to replace cheese um, but it's meant to be absolutely delicious okay. and it's it's called like a nut cheese cream so I think maybe there'll be more oh I don't know how to describe it like a um, like a cream cheese yeah. or like a goat's cheese so I'm going to try this age smoked chipotle one that one's seaweed um, that one's got <laughs> Susan's face that the audience are laughing at there. Um, that one's I'm not shy. Sure I'm not sure about this. Yes, I, I get the so impression you're not. I'm not 100 confident you're going to have a fabulous time. Um, but and they've and that's some cashew butter, it's which not, I bet. No will disrespect be fit. anyone eating this or making this at all. It's like I don't. So here's the thing, <laughs> right? I so um, Andrea Ledsam uh, was in the House of Commons talking about whether or not children should be exposed to gay people. Fucking hell. And I tweeted, I tweeted, if you're exposed to me, all you'll realise is that I hate cheese and bigots, but I really hate cheese. (laughs) I really wish I hadn't tweeted that, because a lot of people really like cheese. Oh, God. And I don't, I I went to a food intolerance testing thing, where you you hold the things, it's like Scientology. Right. (laughs) And you hold the rods and I... I Oh, the defining rods? Yeah, 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 yeah. you hold them. Yeah, so you hold them and then they put something on your thumb and it shows whether or not you've got an intolerance. I'm intolerant to cow's milk. And cabbage. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> and cabbage. I know, and I love Brussels sprouts and kale. Anyway, so I don't eat a lot of cheese anyway because I don't. I really don't right. like the taste of cheese. So apparently, lots of adults in the Western Hemisphere are intolerant to cow's milk. Yeah, but we just sort of put up with the f- farts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. We've got, a, <laughs> we've got a separate fridge in the house, and it's called uh, Lee's Cheese Fridge. <laughs> So she's not allowed to bring it in the house because the smell of it will make me vomit on myself. Oh. I, I, I really, I hate the really? smell. Really, that bad? No, I, I think it's disgusting. You know when the family will sit around at Christmas with Stilton and a spoon and they're all like, <laughs> it's disgusting. Okay, well, before it was before I knew that that I was nervous about your reaction to the vegan. <laughs> I'm trying the butter. I'm trying the vegan okay, butter. I'm trying the vegan yeah, the butter. butter as well. It's not that smelly. Butter. If that's any smell of anything, she's not puked yet, so that's good. That's good. I'm oh, salty. It's amazing. I trust that I trust oh. stuff like a child with my tongue for that. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, I fucking love it. It's like Philadelphia. Mm. Oh, it's lovely. Oh no, I mean that's Oh no, oh, no you've you know got that. that. Mm. We've got the creamy butter. It's got really aerated. <laughs> it has got a slightly cheesy aftertaste. It's gone after colour, I'm gonna go in. <laughs> 
<laughs> after colour. <laughs> just, um, yeah, it's not too bad, actually. It's not too bad. That's actually very nice. That's okay. a huge... I think that's high praise. <laughs> I don't high praise. I think it's delicious. Right. But with normal butter, I put about... Yeah. Same oh, yeah. width as the mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just I just loaded this. that um, cashew butter whip stuff on like it was ice cream yep. on a cone. Okay. <laughs> it is nice. And if you're looking for an alternative, I think that would be very, very delicious for people. Shall I try some of the cheese Ooh, that looks like yeah. patty? Would you like yes, spicy stuff? Like yeah, like patty. Yeah. Patty. Mm. Okay, I'm going to try the spicy piquant pe- one with mm. smoked... I didn't realise this is what this podcast was about. Oh, God. That I think you were right nice. by the aftertaste. <laughs> I love the spicy one. Yeah? Yeah. It's really nice. They're really nice, guys. <laughs> it it's does smoke have a lovely and spicy. Little chilli guy. Mm. That's actually very nice. Oh, my God! They're all really nice! <laughs> Nutcraft. I think, can we have a round of applause for Nutcraft there? It's not cheap. It's a spread. It's a yeah. nice spread. Yeah, it's like a lovely yeah. flavoured it's spread. It's a nice flavoured Which is a lovely thing. It's a lovely, it's a lovely thing. thing. Well, yeah. apparently yeah. cheese making is a process. So you can make cheese out of nuts. You can make cheese out of anything. Mm-hmm. Let's not go into the other options. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, should we have some conversation before we move on to the cakes? It's such a shame, isn't it? Such one of the best links on any show I've Oh, thanks, Susan, yes. Shall we have some conversation there? I will cut that out. Don't cut that out. Okay. Um, Julie, I read that you uh, said that Paris is your most delicious holiday spot. That was the exact wording. What bits of Paris have you eaten? (laughs) (laughs) Like where that was going. Um, So... Paris. I just really like this is going to sound super bougie, but there we go. So it's uh, I really like when you. It's true though. Great work. Um, They always go and get fresh baguettes every day. So. And you'll see them all carrying. It's always quite handsome, both men and women. Absolutely yeah. wonderful, all of them uh, carrying along their fresh baguettes, nice butter, and actually, <laughs> I'm gonna kind of do Paris out of its own French justice. But I had some of the best dumplings in the kind of more Chinese section of Paris when I was there. It's Ooh. in oh a place called uh, can't remember the top of my head. But anyway, yeah. get there, and I'm thinking I just can't be bothered with any of these ruse any of these gels and whatever they call it in French words that I can't pronounce I'm just going to go get some dumplings and they were some of the best ones of my life so I didn't quite include that in that interview Yeah, but that was the side note of it so again kind of going back to the roots but I mean Paris is just what you're saying is that everybody knows Paris for its Parisian food but that Paris is also very good at world food world (laughs) food Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like a world dumpling as as much as the yeah, next person. Exactly. Susan, have you ever had a holiday or a travel that was made particularly memorable by something you ate? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't actually had a research call for this. This is yeah. unlike, <laughs> unlike many other podcasts where they ask you in advance things. Jess doesn't. So, nah, I like the risk. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite story about food ever, and it's an absolute true story, um, many, many years ago, when I was about, I think, six, approximately, my dad went to um, Qatar mm-hmm. um, for a business thing, and we all went across, and we stayed in a 
very fancy hotels. Where my love of fancy hotels comes from, right? <laughs> because there weren't really fancy hotels. Let's be very honest. In Scotland at that point, there was not a fancy hotel. Uh, we used to go to Aaron on holiday and stay in a farmhouse. So we were in this six-star hotel. Oof, and uh, didn't know that existed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very young, and I discovered that you could go down to the restaurant any time. <laughs> like a land cruise. Yes. So what I was doing was I was getting up at two in the morning, <laughs> going down to the restaurant in my pyjamas and ordering spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> because I'd never had it before. And every, I did that every single day. And my parents only found out at the end when they got a bill. <laughs> and found out I'd been wandering the hotel, sitting and the staff thought this was hilarious. Can you just sit where nobody worried really and my parents weren't even that angry they were just they were angry about the money but nobody went oh my god you've been wandering around a hotel and you know everyone just went oh this is quite funny instead of what they should have done which is how the fuck did she get out of a hotel room where was she going and I woke up in the morning covered in bolognese Yeah. <laughs> the only other time that I've really, I, when I went to, when I worked, this is going to very strange, when I worked on Death Row in America as a lawyer right. with serial oh, killers. I didn't know that, right? Yes. yes, I worked with serial killers. Anyway, so. <laughs> Casual. We travelled around uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia uh, collecting evidence on some of the cases, and I went to a proper southern restaurant. You know mm. the ones with the mashed potato and the gravy and the fried chicken. Oh, and it was... I've never experienced such happiness. Yeah. <laughs> as a plate of beige. Because oh. their gravy is very beige. It's very creamy, it's very isn't creamy it? Yeah, yeah. Gravy. Is yeah. it akin to... Um, I don't think it's... I, it's been too long since I've been there and I've been told it's changed, but this sort of original KFC gravy. Yes. Really oh, yeah. thick and yes. beige and yes. salty. So yeah. salty. Absolutely. So delicious. <laughs> and there's no... Yeah. It's that... I, well, I, my wife says, when I have a good meal, I walk in a particular way. <laughs> tell us about it. Tell us about the special walk. I walk because food makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, me so happy. Me too. That after I've had a good meal, I walk stomach out like this. Da, 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 da. Like the happiest person in the world. Because nothing makes me happier than good food. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I was asked, here's the thing, I was asked, I'm on a, a television show soon. And they asked me what my hobbies were. <laughs> Just tell me you said dinner. <laughs> I basically said, I go to the gym, I watch Vera on the telly, yeah. and I eat. Yeah! That's and they said, we're twins! They said, well, I mean, you must do other things. I went, no. <laughs> It's exactly the same. So, um, do, uh, not to like dark it out. I, this, this is also very, I think, similar. This is just me empathising, but also taking it to an, an extra level. Like I, I have flirted in in my time with a bit of a spot of binge eating. And uh, <laughs> you're welcome. And um, I, um, I remember the first time I had a conversation with a, my therapist about it, and she said, "And so when you're in that state where you're just mindlessly eating, you're not even tasting it." It's just going in. Tell me how you feel. Be honest and tell me how you feel. 
and, and this is not to detract from people who get find it very traumatising but she lost her shit because I went I feel amazing <laughs> I fucking love it and she's like okay well what about afterwards is there, is there guilt are there sort of plans for sort of resolutions the next day I was like no I feel really nice mate I absolutely you're going to have your fucking work cut out getting me to stop um, it's been some of my happiest times yeah when I was at university and I didn't really have a lot of friends and I didn't have any money and I just used to a treat on a Friday I'd go and get a Lee chocolate gato <laughs> and that was my weekend <laughs> now I'd like to say I have a very unhealthy relationship with food ladies and gentlemen and I am aware of that and with my therapist I'm also trying to deal with it however she'll say what's been the highlight of your week and I'll say Saturday night when I did chicken tikka massage <laughs> I think that's just taking joy from life. It's great. There's something now for me. The one is bed spaghetti. Oh, bed spaghetti. But you stay in bed for it. You don't get up to the restaurant at two a.m. No, no, no. And um, so you get a big, massive bowl set there with your favourite towel, which you might have if you do this all the time. Do you mean massive bib? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. And I'm proud. Yes, good. It's amazing. And the saucier the pasta, everywhere it goes, and you're lying in bed, and maybe you'll stay single forever. But that's okay. That's fine. Right. I think there's people out there with a lot of time for that. I <laughs> This is, okay, so someone came up to me and I went, Oh, you're really rich and famous. I was like, Right, let me tell you a story. So, <laughs> I, I'm not for a start, but the second thing, I, so I listen to podcasts all the time. All the time, it's my, I, I love them. So, and I put headphones on in the house so that, that just because. So, no, 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 eating beans for lunch because I was crazy so I was having beans for lunch and I didn't know but the headphone was dropped into it and I put it in my ear and there was beans I need to start doing like what some people are struggling with do, which is they take really fancy photographs of themselves looking sexy for social media. Yes, yeah, and be like, oh, I'm wearing Adidas. I love Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to become an Instagram influencer, and then I'll get offered free shit all the time. So I was like, okay, I can I can compromise. I'll do that. That's no problem. So I was like, oh, when do I, when do I could do? I was genuinely sick. Like, when do I could? do? Because I, I don't want to show any of my house because then people know where I live. But anyway, and I realised at that point. I've got this big jumper that I wear that's got cartoon cats on it. Yeah. And when I reach for my phone, I dip my boobs in the beans. So <laughs> 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 like two, I have bean boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is why I'm not an Instagram influencer. <laughs> we'll get there. I think there's a woman who's massive on... She's, it's YouTube, actually, but um, just through pressing her face into bread. So oh, I yes. think, actually... <laughs> Sources is definitely there. I think this could be. This is going to be. I was thinking about just. 
was, yeah, I was going to start pressing my face into food and going, can I have a pound, please? <laughs> Little videos of that. You know, there's something weirdly sexual about how she does that. Oh, she's fucking very... a filthy pig. She's, she's a dirty, 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 dirty. She knows exactly what she's doing. She just very slowly will, yeah. like, press a brioche up against yeah. her face. And, and then basically her tongue is basically in her other cheek going... She is... She's, yeah, she's an absolute muck. It is muck. Um, in a good way. See, I've been... I've, I was all for three things. And then because I worked for the BBC, I, I didn't want to do it. Because I don't yeah. want to be the person... Because I work for the BBC and I still have some form of um, ethics. Yeah. Like, I turned down. I turned down mattresses and stuff. And now I think, why did I do that? Say yeah. scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I've been stockpiling toilet roll and someone said, you're an idiot, Susan. That's not what the problem is. <laughs> the problem is things like oat milk and uh, cat food. Because, oh, the, food. because the factories in France and that's Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and when Brexit doesn't, does happen, yeah. right? Yeah. And the barricades go up, yeah. mm, none of us are going to have pet food <gasps> or oat milk. I mean, it's oh, going to be... A fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've been stockpiling uh, cat food and yeah. oat milk. The problem is that well, I think, in, in all seriousness, the stuff we're going to be fucked. If we say if we dropped out and we'd be, we'd have to wait till we sorted out some fucking rancid trade deal with America, is um, it will be fresh fruit and vegetables, which are very hard yeah. to stockpile. Yes. For more well, than three days. If you do what I do, which was uh, when I did the shopping, mm-hmm. I'm not very good at numbers, Julie. <laughs> and weights and I sometimes order too much so yeah. I ordered about three sackfuls of ginger the other day <laughs> thinking I was ordering one small piece of ginger and uh, so I, I posted this on Twitter and someone very helpful because the homies are on Twitter oh, no. says, freeze it then you just grate it you just grate yeah, it if you freeze yeah, it, and then you, you, and then you don't need to waste your ginger. Exactly. And so I've cut up onions, and I've cut, I've frozen veg, my own veg in the yeah. freezer, 
four breaks at Mageddon. <laughs> I'm going to copy that. I didn't know that about ginger. I love learning the tip. Do you know the tip about how to get the skin off ginger? No, I don't. Yeah, I bet you already know this, oh, Julie. Yes. You, get, yes. you just get a teaspoon and just rub it yeah, down the track. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then you don't have to like waste any... Like when you no. chop it, a bit of ginger gets wasted. And no, if you're just rubbing the back of a yeah. teaspoon down, it just scuffs off like silk. So, you know, I took the teaspoon. Just the side edge, Just like this. Okay, it. imagine my thumb is a thumb of ginger. Yeah. Do this, Susan. This is yeah. great for podcasts. <laughs> and, and it all just comes off. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be a special spoon like a grapefruit spoon. No, no. Just this normal, uh, just this teaspoon would have done it. Wait a minute, what's a grapefruit spoon? Hang on, yeah. <laughs> you said you're not posh. You're not, no, I'm not posh. I dip my tits in beans. But you do know what a grapefruit spoon is. <laughs> Grapefruit spoon is is because in the eighties, ladies, including my mother, used to do things like the grapefruit diet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and okay. she would eat. She hated it, and she used to put a ton of sugar on the top of it. <laughs> and a grapefruit spoon is a spoon with a serrated, it's got a serration at the oh. top of it, so you can properly get the parts out. There's a man in the front who knows exactly what I'm do talking. Do you? About. What like a zester at it's the got, top? No, it's just yeah. it's just like a little oh, serrated. Really? Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. heard of it. It's, it's yeah. a spoon with a serrated edge. Yeah, yes. you go. I love it that we all found all of that out without letting the man speak. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Um, sorry, not sorry, sorry, not sorry. Um, just quickly, because that bean in the ear, just to say, I um, to, to get here for the festival, I, I brought my three-year-old with me and we came on the train and it was... Um, where we live we were like an hour and a bit from Euston and then it was four and a half hours up from there yeah. and um, and we, he's he was amazing touch wood because we still got the journey back but because he didn't stop eating to the point where at one amazing. point we're like with a full mouthful of something we went and what can I have after this <laughs> and then all the carriage were like but they started off laughing and then it sort of by the end it was like a museum exhibit <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, uh, it, there was healthy stuff in, in amongst all the shitty eight. And um, uh, when we got to where we're staying, um, I uh, got changed into my gym jams, obviously, later that night, and a blueberry fell out my gusset. <laughs> <laughs> Very much crushed. Um, the most devastating thing is, I had no idea. Absolutely no idea. It's really funny you say that. So people would think restaurant life can be quite glamorous Baba. it's so not had a shower before I came here and a full garlic peel fell off my body <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from there's nothing more, more, more lovely than taking your bra off at the end of the day and oh. falling out of oh. Oh. <laughs> if you've had popcorn it's a guarantee oh, yeah. isn't it oh a little, a little shower a little bit of biscuit yeah oh. a little bit of biscuit and you're like oh that was a nice biscuit yeah. <laughs> it's like little memes yeah. Your day, <laughs> oh, coriander. Coriander. Um, this is the yeah. least questions I've ever had to ask. Sorry. No, that's a compliment. It's a huge compliment. I don't know. If you, if you could just be um, sort of less naturally lovely and interesting. Do you mind? Um, I'll have my work. I'll, I'd rather have my work cut out. Um, I'm going to start passing around some cakes. Um, but what I want you two to tell me about is just in case there's any, I'm sure there's loads. Are there any Scottish foods I've never heard of that you could tell me about? Well, I mean, that's, that's an interesting I've question. I've had tablets. I don't know what you've heard of. So yeah. let's, uh, I've let's had tablets. I've never so. tried Buckfast. Fuck 
fast. Nice. I was like, oh, somebody told you something wrong. Or Bucky, I believe. You're very lucky you can try to fuck fast later tonight around the back of the garage. Oh, well, we are on Sucky So, well, one of my major memories, it's not a particularly Scottish thing, of my granny used to love tripe. Oh. oh! And you used to walk up, she used to live in a flat in Knightswood, and you could tell from the street oh, she was God. cooking tripe. <laughs> and it was. No one in my family. They weren't very good cooks. No. My grand. Okay, I'll tell you. The family tripe. recipe. So I'm often asked for family recipes for cookbooks. <clears throat> Because I'm like Kirsty Wark now, and they think <laughs> she'll have a nice family recipe. She's nearly a national treasure, but like this. Boobs. <laughs> so here was my Grand Wilkie's uh, uh-huh. family recipe. It's Italian mints. And what you do is you take some mints and you cook it in the microwave. <laughs> and you add a can of Campbell's uh, mushroom soup and a can of Campbell's tomato soup, and you put some pasta with it, and that's Italian mint. <laughs> And that is our family recipe. You hold on to that. Oh, I got that. And my granny used to make ice cream by freezing condensed milk. Oh, that's really good, actually. It's tasty. It's it's lovely. Yeah. But we don't really... So tripe, what else is the Scottish for Jess? Uh, Um, We've got... Clutty dumpling. dumpling. What's a quite Clutty dumpling. What's a clutty dumpling? It's like a, like a fruit loaf but steamed. It's quite a heavy. It's quite a heavy. Oh, it heavy. Yeah. Mm. Just, it's a. Reminds me a little bit of Christmas pudding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your granny makes it in yeah. a tea towel. Yes. Oh right, and then sits it there for a year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and do you have to inject it with booze like a Christmas pudding? You can do. Yeah. yeah or just drink it with some. Jack from the Sisters restaurant, which is a very nice restaurant, did Clutie Dumpling when she did Great British Menu, because I I am obsessed with it, and they unfairly said it was very heavy, which it is, it's supposed to be be like that, it's got fruit in it and all that kind of uh, stuff, there is, of course, you, what else is there? Colin Skink. Colin Skink. Colin Skink. Colin Skink. Is that smoked fish? Fish. Yes. Mm. So I often struggle sure. with the I don't know if you'll find the same I often struggle with the Scottish foodsie where have we got you know you get the equivalent of a nice kebab when you go somewhere or like a street food what is our kind of cheap street foods that we have that are Scottish that are still maybe not even street food but <laughs> fried chocolate yeah. fried chocolate Genuine chocolate it's amazing how many people yeah. when I go down, whenever I go down to London and I talk about pakora they don't have any idea really what pakora is yeah no it's you see it on the side menu if you're getting an Indian takeaway but it's not like you don't go and get it with a packet of crisps like you do up here pakora is so good pakora yeah. can be some After of the most beers. beautiful mm. beautiful oh things oh in the world now controversially oh. Jess Mm. I don't like jam. Okay. So yeah, that, that, that. I've just had a taste of that. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't like jam. I don't like marmalade. I don't like any of these funny, fancy spreads. Okay. So that's Susan. why I voted for Brexit, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> so we so, can finally be rid of these fucking flavours. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a carrot cake cupcake. I there really from like wild carrot cake. I don't okay, don't have that then. Look, have, this is chocolate ginger cake or a chocolate brownie. I don't think vegetables mm-hmm. should be in a cake. Oh, I, I think <laughs> one, one lady very, very vigorously clapping there. I love a vegetable. 
vegetable in a cake. I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy the mix. No. Right. It's like, what is a carrot cake? It's, it's, I mean, it's a cake. But carrot, what's yeah. the point? Oh my god, that chocolate ginger cake's amazing, but what? only if you like chocolate and ginger. <laughs> does she, that does is she, so is lovely. Right, it's right. really, yes. a, it's really inky and glicky like a Guinness cake. Ooh. Mm. Don't like Ooh, Guinness. Guinness. That's so gingery. It's so gingery. You could make some of that with your eight tons of ginger. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, also that was vegan, that um, chocolate and ginger cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. and now no I'm idea. having some vegan brownie. These are brownie. These brownies are vegan. vegan. Vegan bacon is delicious. Mm. Oh, I'm not My next door neighbour, um, oh her husband is very, very lactose allergic. Mm. And she does the most incredible baking with mm. no dairy in it. And she makes brilliant, it's so beautiful. She still use eggs if she's working with a lactose intolerance. So she can do, yeah, yes, yeah. but she can also take them out completely. Mm-hmm. So, and my local, use... my local cafe. Sorry, if I could, am I allowed? The Dandelion. Give them cafe. a big toot. The Dandelion, oh, yeah. Dandelion Cafe, cafe um, in Newlands Park does a lot of vegan baking. Mm-hmm. But even, and this is genuinely so. I the, Scotland's wonderful, but was never great at customer service sometimes <laughs> <laughs> like if you went to a tea room at a castle or or, or a tourist attraction it was a bit crap yeah have you ever been to Russia no, it's, no. It's better like, or worse <laughs> <laughs> but I recently went to Pollock House mm-hmm. in Glasgow because yep. I'm a member of the National Trust for Scotland <laughs> <laughs> tea room in there vegan baking gluten free baking yeah. anything mm. you want the, 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 uh, the availability I think now of these things is yeah. pretty it's incredible huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's changed that if you do have a food allergy or if you do have an intolerance you no longer feel like you can't go to eat places yeah. or you can and I think that's a wonderful development it's couldn't really agree more we try as much as possible in our little tiny restaurant have any of you been there? no oh, yeah. oh, well I could see how they got good, in there. good 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's just been me with my nose pressed we'll get you and uh, you'll know the kitchen's about the size of a, it's about the size of this bloody table <laughs> so from that I'm going right we'll make a menu it will have a vegan thing and a gluten free thing yeah it will also have something for lactose intolerance it'll also have something yeah. for I don't know pescatarian for and we also serve some halal meat as well and by the time I've done it I'm going I've got no bloody room left so you, I think that's the thing though as much as it's hard I want to do that and mm-hmm. I think yeah. Glasgow's actually quite good for I think it's very good I mean it really is acceptance of all these things absolutely I mean I, it, I don't know if how true it is but there are constant surveys saying that if you're a vegan Glasgow is one of the best yeah, places to, yeah, yeah. to live and on the south side I, okay so let me try and explain for you Jess okay so I grew up in the West End <laughs> <laughs> um, not by choice that's where I was born and what rarely happens is that people transfer from one side of the city to the other oh, side so of the city. Is this like Romeo and Juliet? Yes. <laughs> so I met a woman who had a bigger property for less money on the south side. <laughs> <laughs> Sold up from the north side and moved to the south side. Now, I had never experienced the south side of Glasgow, ever. My family still have nosebleeds when they come across the King's Kingdom. <laughs> It takes an hour to get where I live it does because not. it's the south side of Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll say things like, "Can you get a taxi on the south side?" 
Do they have it's computers quite, there? It's, there's quite a divide in terms. I've see. never been to the really south side. And I was so surprised that it's the food, the cafes, mm. um, not just in the West End of Glasgow. So people are listening to this and they're coming to Glasgow and they think, go to the West End because that's where everyone says to go. There's actually a huge amount of other places Absolutely, to go to yeah. in Glasgow. Merchant City's fab. And the South Side is a really bustling uh, scene. Awesome. Um, and I just I just think it's important to big up other parts of Glasgow that aren't necessarily the yes. student places. Absolutely. There's actually some nice... You can't park in the South Side. I mean, that's the issue. Really. <laughs> Get a bus, yeah. Or one of those taxis that they do have there. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yum in my tongue. Tell me about something, if there is anything, that you've eaten that surprised you, either in a good or a bad way. For example, like in a good way might be um, first time you ever had popping candy, but no one told you what it did. Or a bad way might be, do you remember when old Kit Kats had tin foil on and you got a bit on your tooth and it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Also, any opinions on these cakes, very welcome. The brownie is in my top three brownies I've ever had in my life. Delicious. I know you may not like carrots and cakes. But my god, I do. That's delicious. That nice? It's yeah. so nice. Right? It looks good. amazing. It's like it's clearly like brilliantly baked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not loving I'm just traditional, Jess. <laughs> I just don't think you should mix things like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. If I could taste carrot. Mm. I'd be in a weird she, place. I hate carrots in drinks. I hate carrots in drinks. When you put a carrot in a smoothie, and it was like oh, carrot man. and orange, carrot, and it's like, get the fuck out of my drink. <laughs> I do feel quite strongly about that, but for some reason, I'm absolutely fine with them being in cakes. You know, for many years, for many years, I had a phobia of raisins, a genuine phobia of raisins. <laughs> oh, you are laughing at a genuine phobia. Yes! <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> She knows I tell the story, it's absolutely fine. With a little box of sun made raisins yeah. at school. Yeah. And for some reason, those raisins just grew and grew in my mind into something evil. Oh, right. And I couldn't, if, I, if I'm getting to a scone, sometimes in a plain scone, there'll be a raisin that gets in. Oh, yeah. I, I would be sick. Oh, shit. And I was frightened of them. And at university, I remember my roommate once put raisins in my bed for a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got into bed, it was full of raisins, and I was just... I'm, f- I'm fine Did you puke all over your bed? I'm fine now, it's okay. So, how did you... I want to know, did you have to go to at some point to a therapist and say, let's work on my problem with raisins? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it was? I had a, I, I had, um, a fruit and lemon biscuit. Right. And I found that acceptable. <laughs> and it was like a breakthrough. I'm still not I'm still, not, I'm still not really keen on fruit. Like, I can't stand Christmas cake or Christmas pudding. Hang on, so it. you, it's your favourite thing the universe is eating, and there's loads of foods you hate. Yes, yes, yes. 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 
So, one of the funny things um, about um, my wife and I is how much she hates that. <laughs> I would eat the same thing every single night if I could. If yeah, I like right. it, I'll just eat it. Yeah. I don't want to take... Before we go to a restaurant, I, I look up the menu and I choose what I'm having in advance. Never have the special, because it's a surprise. Who wants a surprise? <laughs> so, I, and I would eat the same thing all the time yeah. if I could. And she can't understand... Like, one of my favourite things is chicken in a white sauce, but out of a pack, the packet white sauce, Coleman's yep. white sauce. Just chicken with pack of white sauce and rice. Nice. And I would eat that every single night, if I could. Yeah. yeah. Because it's delicious. Yeah. And she says, but that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Julie? Were you are you like driven by variety, or would you have? Do you have like some sort of regulars? Well, I reg- Do you know? I have lots of variety, but I also have lots of the dirty ones that you're not really supposed to say that you do eat when you're in your bed on a big bowl in front Tell of you. Tell us more about what you <laughs> What else do you have? I. Oh, here goes. I bloody love those. Heinz baked beans and sausages. Oh yes! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're my favourite. Yeah. I, I could put a tin of them away after a few it. drinks. Yes. In my amazing. student days, I would just beans yeah. and yeah. pork sausages. And, yep. And One minute, ding. Yep. Can be all the fancy food in the world. Yep. Go to all these fancy restaurants. And there, I finally officially said it. One of my most favourite things in this world is those bloody sausages that are soft as hell. And the little bean sauce. They're so vague, aren't they? they yeah. could be a, it could be MDF. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, absolutely. I never, never, never... If you're listening and going, oh, I know actually what's in those sausages, keep it to yourself, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what else is um, one of the things I love? Um, so I grew up in the 70s. My problem is I grew up in the 70s. And everything mm. had a sauce. I don't think dinner's dinner without a sauce. Mm. So when yeah. people say, Do you want just some pasta and some light olive oil and vegetables? No, I don't. I want a sauce on it. Yeah. It's not, people say soup. Let's just have soup for dinner. Soup is not a dinner. Soup is what you have before you have dinner. It's not a dinner. It's basically don't a drink. Try and give it's like me a soup drink. for my dinner. Yeah. Oh, we'll have soup and a pudding. No, we won't. We'll have a proper meal. Yeah. And <laughs> Angel Delight. Oh, yes! I don't think that's had a mention on this podcast yet, and it's been oh, going for over a year. Butterscotch? No! Shut up! No! <laughs> it has to be strawberry. It has to be strawberry. <laughs> One of the worst arguments I've ever got into in my life was on Twitter when I said it has to be strawberry angel delight. I think you're fine, Susan. The butterscotch is down. Strawberry angel delight, and if you make it right, you make it, get yourself a fancy glass. This is what we do sometimes. Cut some fresh strawberries, drop drop them in the bottom. Angel delight on the top with a few fresh strawberries. And and it's like you've got a fancy pudding. Such and a it's fancy just angel pudding. delight. I'm going to say bougie for the second time. That is a bougie angel delight. Is, do you know what would make that um, angel delight even bougier? What's that? You can get these amazing freeze freeze dried, part oh. rehydrated strawberries, really? and they're like a really popular kids snack in Japan right. uh, and and South Korea. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can buy them in. They're very expensive here, but you I can. can you, yeah, but uh, a friend uh, has a family member who basically <laughs> illegally. <laughs> Bring, brings back absolutely fucking loads <laughs> every time she goes home to see her family yeah so we've always got a little second but that, that just crumbled on the top of that oh, just no, for a bit lovely. of texture 
a bit of um, uh, whip was a cool whip on the top. Uh, when I was younger, we used to have. Um, do you remember there was a chocolate stuff that froze in the froze in the ice cream? Ice magic. Ice magic. Oh, and it's magic. I've never heard of this. Ice magic. Yeah. And you put it on the ice cream, and, and it would freeze straight away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was disgusting, but it was. <laughs> Questions. Sorry. Yeah, let's ask you some questions. Quick um, fire, quick fire, quick fire. Uh, okay. Um, quick fire. Um, Julie, um, 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 you uh, did a show called Hot Walks, uh, which was all about making Scots more adventurous um, in the kitchen. Indeed. Um, what's the most adventurous thing you've ever cooked? Oh, oh, oh. Um, so it's going to be I was in my granny's kitchen in Malacca, and she is a wonderful woman. She's in her 90s, still going, still going. I think has more of a social life than me actually oh, anyway um, so she uh, she was like oh can you help me cook this uh, this vegetable and I was like yeah sure no problem and I was kind of looking at it and I was like fuck me that looks like a, a dead dick it's awful <gasps> <laughs> It was a sea cucumber. Have oh, seen it? God. And she just yes. went, sorry for swearing, but she went, and it was kind of worth it if you know what it looks like, but uh, she went, oh, it's just a vegetable. And I was like, what kind of vegetable is that? Is it, are you sure? I just I don't think I've seen anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, no, 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 it's vegetables for the stir fry. Cut it up. And it is like nothing you could ever imagine. Have anybody eaten it before? Yeah, good, no. good. Okay. Keep it that way. Keep it that way. Oh, and really? It, and it's like it's got this almost short, velvety fur on the outside. Oh no! Uh, no! Uh, no! Uh, no. <laughs> no. Like a soft kiwi. Exactly, nope. but sludgier inside. Like a sofa, like one of those suede sofas. <laughs> yes. Exactly like that. Shot. And I went. <laughs> God, are you sure this is a vegetable? <laughs> and we stir fried that. I ate it and I puked it back up. <gasps> really? Yeah. <coughs> it is the only thing in this world that I've ever tried that I went, yeah, I'm out. Body <laughs> says no, body, <laughs> body it says yep. no, thank you. I tried oh, men at 17 nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, Quick I read that your cat's paws smell of digestives. They do. Have you ever oh. licked them? And if not, how? <laughs> if they smell of digestives, how I have, have you... licked their paws. Right. I've licked their ears. And I've fed them um, from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go and get um, Leeds does this as well. My wife does this as well. Uh, if you go to McDonald's, you get a burger for you, and then you get some uh, chicken nuggets for the cat. Ooh, they, yeah. can't have, yeah. they can't have the coating. Yeah. So you suck the coating off, and you, go and <laughs> you give it a wee chew, and then you just feed them in your mouth. I, I love that story, and it's so true. Yeah, do you know what? Well, one of chicken nuggets. They do. Well, I didn't know that. And also, one of the things I like asking people sometimes, which you've just answered, is do you ever think you've fed someone something that's genuinely changed the way they feel about you? And there is no way that those cats haven't formed a deeper emotional bond <laughs> through that level of care, care, caring in, in feeding. I don't have any children. The cats are my children. I love yeah. them yeah. desperately. I would do everything yeah. for those cats that I would do for a child, apart from pay for them to go to university. <laughs> <laughs> they're already clever enough. No, I mean, they're yeah. very bright. Uh, so... <laughs> um, um, I no, I, I I love cooking and I, I think if you ever came to my house for dinner 
I I always check what people eat in advance. Mm. I try and make them. Cooking is one of my favourite things in the world. Um, when I was growing up, my mum used to make lots of food. It was I love you, so I feed you. Mm. Very Italian in a lot of ways. Mm, yeah. And food is the greatest way of expressing love. Exactly. And friendship. I'm a, I'm a bit Austrian, and that side of that family were exactly the same. And for some quarters, my dad, their only way of showing love. <laughs> <laughs> Just feeding, feeding. My dad and I had a huge fallout not that in recent years. And um, the, 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 about six months later, his way of saying sorry was a carrier bag of ready meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, uh, it gets worse, because I've gone into my mum and dad's now for dinner. Um, first of all, you're offered cake, even though it's half an hour before. Yeah. We're just about to have dinner. Yeah, but you can have some cake, can't you? And then some biscuits <laughs> before dinner. And then you have dinner, and then straight after dinner, there's more cake. Yeah. And it's essentially, it's just constantly, my family fear hunger. Yeah. I think, yeah, I yeah. think it's genuinely post-war babies. No, for sure. Yeah, for I sure. think it absolutely is, and their love of sweet things, because uh, they were rationed until the 50s. And they didn't have a lot to eat. Yeah. And I think the fear that reminds them of being young when yeah. there wasn't a lot of food in the country. And so for them, a full cupboard and a full fridge and a table full of food it, to them is security. Yeah. coming which I know Glasgow is beautifully ready for all the time but this time the wind is made out of knives and the rain is made out of angry women it's a, <laughs> it's a really bad storm it's moving faster and, um, than anyone has ever moved before but it's agreed to stop if you two and weirdly it does have to be you two do 91 hours of country dancing including 41 trust falls google it um, uh, uh, and you have to do all of this at the start of the evil storm so occasionally you will be getting hit by a woman or a knife it sounds impossible but you do it you're heroes you've saved Glasgow through your physical exertions and dancings um, and your reward is the feast of your dreams um, please tell me very quickly what would be um, if you, and this doesn't have to be physically possible it doesn't have to be um, certainly to be ethical or healthy give a shit um, just in a dream situation what would be your favourite thing in a in a place we know when you're really hungry and you're really high and happy and the rest of your life's just looking perfect I want to know what you'd eat what you'd drink um, who with and where okay Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And none of them have to be possible, alive, etc., etc. Et okay. Ooh. Just one course. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I was sitting with the buffet option. Yeah. You can say you one buffet. First. You go first. Oh. Okay. Number one thing. Oh, this is hard. This is okay. I think my thing would be nasi lemak, which is like a coconut milk rice. Oh. But I'm kind of taking on the buffet thing here because you can get lots of different things with it. Mm-hmm. So. You can sometimes get it with fried chicken. We all love fried chicken. Um, mm. And it gets an anchovy sambal, some Ooh. roasted peanuts. Um, Fucking also gets a fried sambal. egg on top. And I'd have a fried egg on top. Yeah. <laughs> of everything. And uh, I'd have that, mm. but possibly with some fried chicken, because I'm a bit of a heathen for fried chicken. One of those people that will order a takeaway for four for oneself. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would have that. And where would I have it? Oh, I would probably have it in Malaysia. And I'm going to say, oh, obviously, with our queen, Miss Nigella. Nice. Mm -hmm. Susan? Yes, so I would have the following. uh, A large plate, 
uh, containing all my favourite things. So I would have fried chicken, I'd have steak, I'd have macaroni cheese as a garnish. Do you know what I love the sandwich? I love macaroni cheese as a garnish to a sandwich. Best thing ever. Mashed potato, gravy, anything else that's unhealthy, all in the one plate. I would have a a large glass of ice cold uh, beer of some kind, probably continental lager because I'm still European. (laughs) And I'd be with my lovely wife. and we probably we went on our honeymoon on the Orient Express to Venice and it was the greatest trip of our entire wow. life so I'd go to the hotel in Venice mm-hmm. um, the Hotel Cipriani and we'd be sitting looking out over Venice eating mm. fried chicken and drinking beer <laughs> yes super um, and just quickly have you anything uh, that you're working on at the moment uh, or where can people come and uh, eat or see or enjoy your talents Right, so we have restaurant number two on the way. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so it's in the south side again. Sorry for the west end. Nice. Losers, okay. no, 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 no. Losers on the west end. Getting through the Clyde Tunnel is not that far, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and hold your breath while you're going through. It's a great game. Don't close your eyes, though. That's a different game. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to do such geographic oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we have that and um, when's that opening? oh hopefully soon it was formerly a little roll uh, shop where we uh-huh. had lots of sausage grease in the walls which we are currently right. taking away and right. uh, so yeah so that should hopefully be in the next month or two it'll be really nice. okay um, we're doing this at the very end of March yep. for listeners nice. yep. I never do anything um, live anymore I've given up stand up thank you so much for doing um, this pleasure um, uh, my paperback of my second book is coming out <gasps> in a month's time Ooh. I'll be at various book festivals and stuff I've got my say, uh, four, fifth Radio 4 series um, I'm writing just now and that will be out uh, soon super and um, fingers crossed we've got another series of Secret Scotland yes um, hopefully hopefully in which uh, hopefully we'll be in Glasgow because I live there and that'd be really nice yeah. <laughs> yes. so um, you know and just stuff and if you live in the south side of Glasgow just around there oh you can see me she'll be around there she'll be in the what, in, in the Morrisons in, in she'll be in the queue yeah. for Julie's Copitam yes um, no. <laughs> Superb. Um, yes, 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 yes. Thank you very much to the audience for coming down. Um, please um, give yourselves and all of my guests a massive round of applause. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Sweet baby Lord Glasgow, you do make the most incredible audiences. Thank you so much if you came. What a fucking belter. You have to check out Susan's shows on TV and radio and Julie's restaurants, the talented pair of wonders that they are. And they're both on social media too. Aren't we all? Follow us at The Hoovering Pod. Follow me at Jessica Foster Q. Find out about uh, anything that you didn't understand from the podcast. I will have expanded on it. Anything that was a reference, I put them all all in the podcast notes over on our ACAST page, so please have a look at that. I also list the live hoovering shows there. If you're interested in coming to those and want to see where they're listed, as well as where my stand-up shows are listed, um, go to my website, jessicafosterq.com. There's also a little button you can press there if you want to send me any emails. Last but not least, do vote for Hoovering in the Listener's Choice Award at the British Podcast Awards. Why not? And if you uh, want to get in touch, yeah, find me on social media or my website. Thanks for listening, please. Tell everyone about the podcast huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway until next week happy Hoovering
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.